Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Scott. On this week's episode, we're joined by Colin, who's a web designer here at Yelling Mule, and we're going to be talking about ADA compliance. So for those who are not familiar with ADA compliance, ADA stands for the Americans with Disabilities Act, and is one of the most prominent pieces of legislation in terms of accessibility. What makes ADA compliance a little tricky in terms of websites is that it was created in 1990, so well before the internet was available to everyone. However, over the years, regulations have been put into place, so websites are more accessible. Definitely. Um, so Colin, as a web developer, how does ADA compliance play a role in your work? Um, ADA comes in like, um, as like a set of rules and standards. Um, it basically just kind of shapes how you like how I code it's like um you know rules for like driving your car you you know gotta mm-hmm. turn it on you gotta put your seatbelt on you know headlights on it's like you're doing all the same stuff just within these rules could you share a few of those regulations for both design and development because I know they kind of differ at times yeah so a lot of the rules kind of fall into the design part of it and the big ones that um that we try to follow is the color and um and font choices it's really important to make sure you have good contrast so Mm -hmm. people who are blind can see Mm -hmm. and then for the development side of it we try to do um it's called semantic code basically what like the code is says what the content is Mm. um so if it's a if it's a heading it says heading if it's a paragraph it says paragraph if it's a link it says link and so on and so on and that will tell the browser and screen readers what what it's looking at so it knows if it's important um and that's really great for accessibility so screen readers can know what's important what to load in and kind of read out to um, whoever may be using it Mm. now are there ways to test the websites obviously once we're finished up with them to see how they are compliant yeah so adobe has um some good tools to test color and contrast um i think we started to use them um, on the design um, stage of our projects Uh, for the development there is a tool that's baked into the chrome web browsers called lighthouse that does a full um, accessibility test and um, basic speed test as well yeah because speed of the page that's really important too yeah especially on on phones um that's really the big thing it's Mm -hmm. you know if things pop in weird they can startle and be um uncomfortable for users to to use Mm -hmm. definitely now in your opinion what are some of the most important yet overlooked regulations all websites should follow um definitely the color and font choices um so I was just telling Caitlin uh, a story right before this. Um, my mom bought a bag of popcorn the other day. And it was this bright yellow bag. 
uh, with white text on it and she couldn't see the white text on it and it turned out that it was lemonade flavored popcorn and luckily <laughs> she loves lemons so she she was okay with it and she actually really likes it but, but still it's if she's allergic she, to lemons or yeah, something like that that could yeah take a turn yeah and you see it all over the web too there's mm-hmm. really tough contrast and um what makes it difficult is a lot of companies will have you know a nice bright color as their logo but their you know the standard black or white kind of font mm-hmm. uh, color doesn't work with it so like the yeah. youtube red is actually um doesn't provide enough contrast for the white so uh, when you see the YouTube red as like text or if there's text on top of it, mm-hmm. it's actually a different color from their logo because their logo isn't compliant. I feel like that's so many. It's interesting with YouTube because obviously they started on the internet, but I'm sure there's so many companies out there that have been in existence forever and their branding, like you said, isn't yeah. following these regulations. Especially, you know, small companies that, mm-hmm. you know, don't really think about it. They just you know put a you know basic site together basic branding together they might not yeah might not think about it and like speaking to those small companies that might not have big resources what are some helpful resources other developers can use to ensure they're creating a site that everyone can use yeah so um kind of like what i was saying earlier so adobe has a good um color contrast checker um it'll actually show you how someone who is blind there's different types of blindness color blindness mm-hmm. um it'll tell you how they actually see it and if it's something they would be able to to read um and then so lighthouse like i was saying um can also go through and it will it'll check for tags in the code to make sure that you know if you have an image it has an alt tag which basically it just a description yep. of what, what the, the image is, is in case mm-hmm. the image doesn't load um that one's super helpful and then there's just also a bunch of great articles out there um for any wordpress users yoast seo is really good because it will like if you're writing a blog post it'll tell you all these things that you need to do to make it better for seo keyword friendly yeah mm-hmm. but all that seo stuff makes it great for accessibility oh, awesome. yeah it kind of goes yeah. hand in hand at times yeah because basically so seo search engine optimization that's google and other mm-hmm. browsers reading the code we of have your some, website we definitely have some previous podcasts on yeah. that yeah. definitely yeah so they'll it will skim your website just as a screen reader would mm-hmm. instead of showing that or giving that to a human it's putting it on a database so Mm -hmm. they're you know very very similar and very important to do both definitely and they're all about like you said too i mean google in general is all about like the user experience that definitely makes sense that this kind of has an overlap but thank you so much for sitting down with us and kind of going over it we're going to have a blog post out on thursday too kind of highlighting these regulations and what you need to follow if you're about to launch a site. Make sure they're ADA compliant.